Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, and trending this hour, National Sandwich Day. That is today. Hashtag National Sandwich Day. Also trending, still no winner in the Powerball jackpot. It is now up to a staggering $1.5 billion. That's with a B. And lastly, trending, Bono from U2. He has a new memoir out. It's called Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story. In it, he detailed a visit to Obama's White House where the two had wine. And then later, Bono passed out in the Lincoln bedroom. It is six minutes after 10. He's Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. And let's talk about TikTok, the Chinese-owned social media app. It is now being called to be banned. This from the FCC Commissioner, Brendan Carr. And uh, he's not alone in this. Even Senator Mark Warner, who's a Democrat from Virginia, has said this is not something you would normally hear me say, but Donald Trump was right about TikTok years ago. Well, again, and this is the theme of the show today, it's uh, someone else's problem and not mine, because just like the Holcomb or Todd Young, Mm -hmm. I I broke up with those people a long time ago and did not vote for them. This is a you problem, Casey, because (laughs) I do not do the TikTok for Mm -hmm. this exact reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious because clearly China is using TikTok to spy on and manipulate people. How are you okay with having this thing on your mobile device that follows you around everywhere? Yeah, I go on it less and less because I do have the app. I have posted content to it. I do consume others. But you know what I'm finding? That my mood is generally worse after being on TikTok. Why is that? Because of the people you see? Yeah, it just, I don't know. Maybe I'm in a bad algorithm and what they're feeding me is not good. Maybe, uh, Liz, I would like to make sure everyone heard that correctly. My mood has been ruined because maybe I'm in a bad algorithm. Yeah. Like, how would your life suffer if you were not on the TikTok? It would not. It would not suffer. I think there's your answer. Yeah. Now, So I find myself going to it less and less. It does raise an interesting question, though, which is, I am a free person. You are a free person. Mm -hmm. Kevin is a free person. As such, if we know... TikTok is indeed spying on us, then don't we as free people have the right to be spied on if we choose to want to be spied on? Like, there is a big difference, and it's kind of the way COVID was, right? The government's role should have been, here's what we know about COVID. Based on what we know, here is what we recommend you do. Instead, they just said, we're shutting everything down because you're not a free person and you're too stupid to think for yourself. Same thing here, right? Shouldn't the government be saying, here's what we know about TikTok. Mm -hmm. Based on that information, this is what we mention or we recommend Mm -hmm. you do. You take that information and you provide, you, you make that choice based on the information we're providing. Banning stuff is a very dangerous thing. Well, right. So you can't single out one business and ban them as you want. That's just bad governance. You have to write laws, rules, regulations, but then you have to apply them 
to all of the businesses within that category, within that industry. You don't get to pick winners and losers. That's not the government's job to pick winners and losers. That's up to individuals to decide what they want to consume. It's very much like the $10,000 student loan transfer. Yeah. The government just can't pick who gets to... It, it doesn't work that way. But it's probably not in our country's best interest. Uh, but also, 32 ounces of soda is probably not good for you either, but New York passed yeah. that law. At some point, it's up to people to take accountability for it. Now... I downloaded the app because that was what was expected of me. Like your employer said, we want you to be on TikTok? In media, yeah. Really? I mean, you're supposed to have all of that stuff. Have the have the Instagram oh, and no. the Facebook and the TikTok uh-huh. and put yourself out there because people are drawn to personalities. That's, you know, what we were told. Yeah, there so is- So that's why I downloaded it. But like I said, I'm going to it less and less. Yeah, there is no amount of money or job that would I would allow my employer to force me to be spied on uh, by yeah. China. All right. Um, when we come back, yeah, big news of the day breaking. Indie star had a big expose. James Briggs running the story on this, alleging mm-hmm. that Diego Morales may have committed voter fraud mm-hmm. based on where he voted a couple of years ago when he was running for Congress. This is a huge, of all the Diego stuff, this may be the biggest thing of all because his whole campaign is centered around Stop voter fraud, stamp out voter fraud. I'm the election integrity guy. Mm. So uh, we're going to have our good buddy, because Diego Diego won't come on the program, uh, our good buddy Jeff Moore, the Libertarian nominee for Secretary of State. And we will ask him, mm-hmm. on the evening of October 10th, 2022, were you indeed at a Secretary of State debate? Okay. It's on the way from 93 WIBC. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Get me out of this. Ha! 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey's here. And look, we have got to get some things on the record about what happened on October the 10th, 2022. Because, well, yesterday, the Republican candidate for Secretary of State told me I didn't see what I know I saw. And to join us, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, Jeff Moore. How are you? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Casey. Good to be with you. I'm doing well. A uh, bit flabbergasted. It's been quite a 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, and I was when you were coming in, I said, okay, we're going to talk about the, the debate that happened that Diego said didn't happen. That'll be our lead story. And then he was like, nope, nope, nope. We're going to have something even bigger to talk about. We'll get to that in a second. But first, can you clarify for the record that on the evening of October 10th, 2022, you were indeed at a debate moderated by Dr. Laura Wilson and uh, also your Democrat counterpart, Destiny Wells, was there? That is all correct. I can confirm that. In fact, you can go see it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. If you go to moreforindiana.com slash debate, there is a link there to the video. Um, the debate was hosted by WFYI and organized by the League of Women Voters, which is a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization. And this was live televised and live streamed uh, statewide and, of course, on, in, online, so anybody anywhere can see it. So this did, in fact, happen. And our Republican opponent, unfortunately, chose to refuse to appear and did not participate in that. And had he, he would have had the opportunity on stage to talk about why the federal government should not take over our elections. Okay, so you're a candidate, and obviously I'm sure you've done these interviews. You've been on Tony's show before. You've been on many, 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 many shows. 
you kind of have an idea of what sort of questions you're going to get asked when you go into these interviews. And if you're Diego and you're going on Tony's show, you know he's probably going to ask you, why'd you skip the debate? It's almost like he had was just totally caught off guard that he got that question and just made something up. Is that Am I wrong at thinking that's... Because there's no way that they, they sat around as a campaign team and said, let's tell people the debate didn't happen. I can't speak to what they decided inside their campaign. I know for a fact the debate happened. I was there. The Democrat candidate was there. The Republican refused to appear. When you, what is, what is the, um, I'm sure you've had a lot of people contact you about this, and I'm always curious how big of a deal is something. I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on whether something's a big deal or not, and I think this is a big deal because he's lying about something so blatantly obvious, and that really insults the voter. It's not a, it's not a, we have a difference of opinion on this, and your opinion's bad, and mine's good. It's, you're lying. Have people been reaching out to you? What sort of response are you getting from this? It's been strange. There's a bit of disbelief that somebody could make such a claim. And this is why we need audits and receipts. We need to be transparent. And this is why the video of the debate is so important. And it's right there. It's online. It has been ever since the debate. Go see it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. You can Google it and find it through WFYI and through the League of Women Voters and, again, through my website because I make it easy. So go see for yourself. Don't take uh, somebody else's word for it. And this is a dangerous precedent to have somebody who is just so distanced from reality that we have a lie like this. Uh, Jeff Moore, I guess he's the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. Diego's lie, too, is insulting to everyone, not just the voters, but it's also insulting to the League of Women voters who went to a lot of effort to put the debate on. It's insulting to Dr. Laura Wilson. Like, you can't say, Laura Wilson's on this sh- on this station all the time. Nobody's going to say, well, she is just some far right, far uh, left-wing radical. It wasn't Mike Schmuel moderating the debate. It's insulting to, to her. It's insulting to you. It's insulting to Destiny. Look, I don't like a lot of Destiny's views, but she shows up everywhere, which is what a candidate should do. It's it's just totally self-absorbed and really demeaning to everybody who worked hard to give that opportunity at transparency. That's true. And as I've said before, the real winner of the debate is the voter, is our is the viewer, is our neighbor who gets to see in comparison shop all the candidates all at one point. And so by not participating, that's just like not having an ad online. And it's an insult to everyone else because you're just trying to hide. All right. I thought that was going to be the big story of the day involving Diego. And I thought, well, we'll do a segment on that. And Jeff will confirm he was at the debate. And that'll be interesting. And we'll talk about some other things. But then this morning, uh, apparently, James Briggs from IndyStar had an expose come out in which he is alleging that Diego Morales in 2016 uh, had a, bought a home in Marion County that he took a homestead credit on and then voted in 2018 while still having the homestead credit on that house in Marion County in Plainfield. And that is a huge deal. You are the candidate for Secretary of State who wants to oversee elections. I will give you the floor and tell us why it's a big deal to not vote where your homestead credit is. Right. So it turns out lying is going to be a theme of today. And somebody who can lie about a debate that was live televised and everybody saw uh, might also lie about his voting record. And so 
by law, you can have a, if you own a home, you can take a mortgage tax credit, a home, and I'm not, this is not legal advice, this is not financial, financial advice, but this, I, is, I, common I, this sense. is common sense, and you could see it for yourself, it's, it's available information, um, and so you can take a homestead credit for your permanent residence, and that's the important language there, it's your permanent home, your permanent residence. That's why it's called homestead. Homestead, right. It's where you, it's where you live. The government, in its infinite wisdom, wants you, wants to encourage home ownership, and so there is a tax incentive for having one permanent residence, and that being in Indiana. And so, many of us who own homes take advantage of this. I can tell you, I have taken advantage of this since I bought my home in Carmel in October of 2013. And that's also where you vote. That's also, it's the same address where I vote. And those two things have matched up consistently. Go ahead. So, what what IndyStar is reporting, uh, and we should note that uh, the author is an opinion columnist and not a reporter, but this is based on reporting of publicly available information. So any one of us can verif- independently verify it, as I will get a chance to do after uh, a little later today. But it also appears that Mr. Morales has voted at an address that was not his homestead credit address. And what you mean by that is, when you live in, in this case, his home was in Marion County. By the way, Jeff Moore is our guest, uh, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. We're talking about the allegations in IndyStar today that Diego Morales may have illegally voted in 2018. Uh, What you're saying is, when you vote, when you live somewhere, they tell you, here are your polling places you vote, here are the offices you are eligible to vote for. Like, for example, I live in Brownsburg. Uh, I, I can vote on the Lincoln Township Trust but I would not vote on a trustee, say, for someone in Washington Township, which is Avon. There's specific offices you're allowed to vote for based on where your primary residence is. That's exactly right. You can vote for Brownsburg schools, but you can't vote for Carmel schools. There's a reason why it's important to vote in your district where you live. So, we get to the point where the guy took a homestead credit in Marion County. He's voting in Plainfield. Now, as Abdul reported earlier, he was running for Congress at the time. The house that he lived in as his homestead credit, or listed as his homestead credit, was not in his congressional district. The air, the address he voted at in Plainfield was in his congressional district. People can connect whatever dots they want to connect to with that. But if indeed this allegation is true, then it's either or, right? You can't take a homestead credit as your primary residence and vote somewhere else. So it seems like, and somebody of the law can correct me on this, we've either got potentially a case of voter fraud here or potentially got a case of some sort of, I don't know if tax fraud is the right word, because these two things cannot be true at the same time, can they? I'm not a lawyer, but it sure seems that way on the surface. And these things are meant to be clear to incentivize the right behaviors. And we're going to need some legal review um, for this. And we should expect to hear a a statement from Mr. Morales' campaign, or at least I would hope to hear that. Uh, and, and we should clarify that everybody's innocent until proven guilty. We're just looking at the evidence as presented and saying, how can these two things be true at the same time based on the rules and regulations that everybody else has to play by. Correct. And one other thing to note is that per our U.S. Constitution, you don't actually need to be a resident of your congressional district to run for that congressional district. No, absolutely. It doesn't look good, though. It does. Correct. It does not look good. Okay. So, this is a big deal. A couple minutes here left with Jeff Moore, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, because he has made election integrity 
and cracking down on illegal voting a huge part of his campaign. So it's totally fair game to talk about this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when my Republican opponent has made a campaign quoting uh, easy to vote, hard to cheat. And here it seems that we have um, an appearance of cheating, which he'll need to clarify. You are the luckiest libertarian in the entire world. You know that? How so? Well, look at who you're running against. I mean, I thought I didn't think a libertarian's going to get any luckier than running against Holcomb in 2020. And uh, here you are. It, this has been an interesting 24 hours. You, uh, what are you doing the final four or five days of the campaign? What's going on with you? Uh, we are getting out. Our we're, we've, we're texting. We are being public, and we are just finishing out the message. So we've been active in person across the state, and yes, traveling across the state does not prohibit you from joining a debate. Uh, so that's a fact too. You one can do both, and uh, we are responding to interests and just getting ready to be present. Uh, on election day, you know, outside polls and getting our message out. Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. If people want to learn more, learn more about you, how can they do that? There is a website, moreforindiana.com. That's M A U R E R F O R Indiana.com. And if you put a slash debate at the end of that, you too can watch the debate that did actually happen. 93 WIVC, it's Kendall and Casey Show. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I like the new intro. My buddy Bart, who is a huge fan of the show, said you should absolutely mm-hmm. make this your intro for today for the voicemail. So I said, we'd love to try to make the people happy. Done. I like it. It is 1032 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And it is time for your voicemails. Of course, the number 317-684-8444 if you would like to contribute. We got so many calls yesterday about Diego Mm -hmm. and that interview he did with Tony where he said he didn't participate in the debate because there wasn't a debate. Mm. And look, is WIBC the end-all, be-all in terms of how the vote is going to go? No. But I think it's safe to say every person who listens to this radio station is engaged and will be voting. Mm -hmm. And we saw this at a night with WIBC before any of this stuff happened, how many, many people were coming up to us saying, were voting third now they weren't necessarily saying it about Todd Young but they were saying it about Diego we're mm-hmm. voting for Jeff mm-hmm. voting for third party this guy is you've been right on this whatever and yesterday i think for a lot of people was the what is it saying the straw that broke the camel's back yeah. because they said dude mm-hmm. if you will lie to us about whether there was a statewide televised Televised debate you will lie to us about anything now Mm -hmm. you put on top of this the stuff that came out today allegedly by james 
Briggs that he allegedly may have voted illegally in 2018. I just I think the guy's a disaster. And today's the first day that I thought to myself he could lose. Mm -hmm. Up until today, I still thought he's still going to win. The state is still Republican enough. Enough people not knowing what's going on. But the thing yesterday and the potential illegal voting which just looks like totally manipulating that you claim to live somewhere because of a congressional run. That's at least the way it comes off. People were pouring in on this thing yesterday. So here's some of the phone calls that we received on it. Take a listen. So it's not often that Rob's right. Well, (laughs) maybe Rob's always right. But he pegged this Diego, cowardly Diego guy, to the wall months ago. I am so glad that I voted for the Libertarian when I placed my ballot earlier this week. Diego is a liar. Straight up liar. Piece of garbage. However, like Rob said, all these cowardly so-called Republican conservative independents are going to vote for him anyways because if I vote for the Libertarian, I'm going to throw my vote away. Bunch of morons. (laughs) Have a good day, Rob. (laughs) You know, and I had not heard the interview yesterday morning. I heard it yesterday afternoon with Tony Katz. And then I texted you and said, this interview is everything and nothing. Yeah. And you and I have been talking about this since April. And now it's finally sinking in. Well, look, and and, the, and, and I come at it a different perspective because I've known Diego for 10 years. I first met Diego when I was a county coordinator when Mike Pence was running for governor. And I have known Diego throughout various times over the past 10 years. And I, when I knew what Diego was, was when he decided in 2018, which is ironically when the allegation about illegal voting mm-hmm. has now surfaced from, he said, I'm going to run for secretary of state. And then he realized very quickly, oh, I'm going to get my brains beat in by Connie Lawson, so I'm not going to run for Secretary Secretary of State. Okay, fine. Now I'm going to run for Congress. Wait, what? You were going to run for Secretary of State? Now you're going to run for Congress? So you're just looking for an office. You are just a man in search of an office, not, I think I would be really good at this, right. so I'm going to do this. And I also remember the time going, that dude doesn't live in the 4th Congressional District. And it took, what is it, four years, but apparently that's coming home. Look, this is who he is. He has no qualification to be Secretary of State. It is not a Republican or Democrat thing. It's a brutal incompetence thing. And I am so sick of brutally incompetent, undeserving people holding high-ranking public offices across this nation. I can't do much about most of them. I can do something about it here, which is why I've been telling you this stuff for months and months and months and months. Let's hear another call. I had to call back in because maybe I was a little too tough (laughs) on Diego Morales on an earlier call. I mean, let's give credit where credit's due. He did make sure everyone knew that he put over 180,000 miles on his personal vehicle. I mean, it has to mean something. I don't know what. Maybe he needs an oil change. I mean, does anybody care that how many miles he puts on his car? And why would you bring that up in an interview? And the, the sad thing about this is come Tuesday, a bunch of people are going to vote for these jokers. Diego Morales, Ryan Mears, Todd Young, and others. Anyway, love the show. Keep 
up the good work. That's exactly what I had said to you, how he mentioned he put over 100,000 miles on his car, which was a vehicle purchased with his campaign funds. Well, yeah, and he mentioned that too, but in the primary before he had the car, it was his car. But let's face it, he's not running a soup kitchen here. He's trying to hold statewide office, which basically pays a six-figure salary plus benefits in retirement. And everything is taken care of for you. It was not like I, I, I did all this to help the Salvation Army. He was doing these things because he wanted to help himself. And they're paid for by somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's all campaign donations. It may have been his car, but the gas, the mm-hmm. oil changes, the whatever. And clearly he made himself more than whole by purchasing a forty, nearly $44,000 car with campaign money, mm-hmm. which he will then drive until if he is elected. And then once he's elected, he will have a state-funded car. This guy was not doing it to help anyone but himself. Well, and he even said in that interview with Tony Katz, when Tony was asking him about the debate, and he said, I do grassroots, and I've been to all 92 counties, and I've been in parades and expos, and and then he said, but it's not about me. And as soon as you say it's not about me, you're saying it's about you. Okay, Uh, we did get, and I noticed this is getting fewer and fewer, but we did get someone who tried. It It was interesting yesterday when the story broke, when he did the interview, and we, of course, obviously came out of the gate with it. There were people who were initially the Diego people who were still trying to defend him, mm-hmm. and those tapered off throughout the course of the show because every time you hear the interview with Katz, it's more and more wholly ridiculous because at first it's like there was no debate. Well, yeah, there was. Yeah, uh, but there weren't other debates. Other people weren't debating. Okay, but that's different than there weren't a debate, mm-hmm. and you claim to be upset that uh, Jennifer Ruth Green is not getting a debate with Mervan, or that uh, Cindy Carrasco is not getting a debate with Ryan Mears, or whatever the ones he were. But what? Then why aren't you debating? Okay, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm crisscrossing and going all over the 92 counties, and you can meet me at Black Expo and whatever the other place was. Yeah, dude, meeting you at Black Expo is not the same as a formal debate. Right. I mean, it just he 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 knew in the middle of the interview, and I think Tony Kennett said this yesterday. How, what an egregious mistake he had made by trying to claim the most ridiculous thing he could have claimed, mm-hmm. which was there was no debate. All right, speaking of ridiculous, and one of those defenders, here is someone, and look, thank you for listening. I love that you listen to our show. We appreciate you, but I'm about to shred this next phone call. Oh, Go. Boy. Hey, Rob and Casey, I'm just getting a chance to tune in. It's a little late today, but I just caught a clip of Tony Katz interviewing... Diego Morales, and I did find out over the last week and a half that the League of Women Voters, if you're not aware of who backs them, are highly, highly supported by the Democratic Party, huge contributors to the League of Women. They are not a unbiased uh, group of women. And one of the things that I found out is that, uh, I'm sure Diego won't say this, but they were going to pin him down big time on the abortion issue and shut him down immediately um, with that question. Um, And I think maybe he was smart for not going because he would have been put in a box right away. And the League of Women Voters are only reaching out to the majority of women that are Democrat and trying to sway the Republicans to think that their rights will be taken away. 
um, I just feel like this is something that maybe needs to be a little investigated because the League of Women Voters really are not, are, they're not on our side. They're not conservative women at all. They're basically liberal, backed by big money from the Democratic Party. Just thought I'd put that out there. This is Cindy. I'm hoping you get this message. Okay, look, and I understand with every candidate, if you have an affinity for a person, there is a moment where it is like the episode of The Simpsons where Ralph Wiggum's heart breaks in two when Lisa Simpson says, I don't like you, I never liked you. And that is the feeling when you find out someone you've put some time and effort and energy into Mm -hmm. is not only a colossal failure, they're also a colossal fraud. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what this person is going through. Betrayal. Right, but let's walk through this, okay? First of all, whoever whoever (laughs) put on the debate... It doesn't matter because the moderator is who controls the floor. And And the questions were submitted from viewers. Right. And the moderator was Dr. Laura Wilson, Mm -hmm. who is an esteemed professor at UIndy. She is on this radio station on a bevy of shows all the time. She has, all the years I've been listening to her, never been anything but classy and fair and upstanding. She's great when she's on Hammer and Nigel, when she's on Abdul. So you would have to believe in order to say that the it's not like Mike Schmuel, head of the Democrats. It's the League of Women Voters moderated by Pete Buttigieg. No, <laughs> the moderator is key. It's like it's like a referee in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the moderator is the key to the debate. And no person in the history of ever has said Dr. Laura Wilson is anything other than fair, which she was in the debate that we watched without Diego Morales. Mm-hmm. Jeff Moore took the questions. Destiny Wells took the questions. Dr. Laura moderated that colossally disastrous debate between Todd Young, Siniak, and McDermott. But that wasn't her fault. Those three were all just terrible. She did great in both of the debates. That is a total cop-out to say, well, the League of Women Voters. Who cares? Your view on any topic is your view on any topic. That is your view. If your view is of sound mind and of rooted in reality, how is somebody going to pin you down on it? Diego did not debate because Diego did not want to answer the following questions. And it has nothing to do with his view on abortion. Diego did not want to answer the following questions. Why you, were you fired by Todd Rokita's office? Why were you about to be fired by Charlie White's office before you quit? What the hell do you do for a job? And how does it appear you're never there, but despite your business acumen being a reason for people to vote for you? What the hell is going on with your military record? Why did you waste almost $44,000 on a campaign car? What about these allegations by these women? He didn't want to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't show up. And I, I guess, let me, I think the allegations by the women may have actually been after the debate. So maybe that wasn't what, but you get the point. There is so much bull crap in Diego's existence, including what came out today mm-hmm. that allegedly he illegally may have illegally voted in 2018 while he's running on an, on a, an election integrity platform. It isn't because of abortion. It isn't because of legal women voters. He didn't want to answer the questions because there are no good answers for those questions. Well, let's keep in mind, secretary of state cannot legislate on the abortion topic. It doesn't matter what his position is because he doesn't get a say in it. You have four things, basically, four departments you oversee as Secretary of State. Jeff Moore, and to an extent, Destiny Wells. And look, we have a lot of problems with Destiny Wells, but she did a fine job of, as did Jeff, of articulating what those things are. They have different views on how they would handle them. But that's, that's the job. Diego did not show up, not because he didn't know there was a debate, 
Not because he was worried about the League of Women Voters. Not because he was worried about the question he was going to get on a specific policy topic. He didn't show up because he doesn't have, nor has he ever had answers to those questions, because much of Diego's life has involved cutting corners to benefit himself. Yes. Bingo. Yeah. All right. Hammer's next. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 1051 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer's joining us in the studio. Good morning. Thank God you're back. Because the people trying to fill in for you, yeah. they just can't do it as well as you do. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank and I'm you. one of them. I filled in for an hour yesterday yeah. impromptu, and I stink. I'm no good. No, I'm sure that was just awesome. You did, guys together did, for a whole hour. Did you hear about what happened yesterday? What? How Kenneth just left in the middle of the show? You know what? Kevin told me that he didn't think Tony realized that we were on until noon, and he but was he's, like, I got a thing. He meeting. has subbed on this show multiple times. <laughs> I got a thing. And he, like at 11 o'clock, he's like, oh, this show goes until noon? Yeah. Yeah, like every other time you've been here? Yeah. And so he just goes, I got to take this call. I mean, not that I can't do a show by myself, but it would be a little weird if you had done a show with someone. Yeah. Because the first day you were gone, I did it by myself. You did. It's fine. And you but, did a great job. But then it's like, what, wait, what? You're going to, you're going to go? Well, I'm just appreciative of Mindy and Tony yeah. and, and Hammer for, you know, carrying the weight while I was gone. Thank you guys. Rob and I are always around here. To... In case of emergency, yeah. break glass yeah, and we will be around. This you know, joint. what's really funny is a lot of people were saying online to me that they thought that I was going to be the uh, Nigel of 2023. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Disappearing. I love that's an award now. Yeah. The nominees for the Nigel of 2023 are. Hey, you asked an interesting question before we came on air. Does anybody that's not a hardcore politico, yeah. somebody like we are, mm-hmm. do they actually care about the Secretary of State race? Yeah. Because we've been talking a lot mm-hmm. about the Secretary of State race and Diego Morales, Destiny Wells, Libertarian candidate. We've been spending a lot of time on it. But if you go into the average grocery store, barber shop, restaurant, even people who follow the news, do you think they know who any of these people are? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think what you saw in 2020 is with Rainwater. He cleaned up, especially by libertarian standards, in our listening area. A lot of counties, mm-hmm. he got second place and he beat the Democrat. But then you go to the corners, like Fort Wayne, and I think he got like 5% mm-hmm. because Nobody else is like us in the sense of we not only find ways us to talk. Us being WIBC. Yes, we make things fun and interesting that are normally boring because they are important, and that's why our ratings are so good. I think that if you go to the corners of northern Indiana, St. Joe County, you go to Howe or even Lake County, no, it's not going to matter as much. Because they're going to vote blue anyway. Well, they're just not going to be as informed as maybe the central Indiana listeners because WIBC doesn't reach to those corners. And they're just going to go into that booth and say, okay, so this is the guy who's running on the Republican ticket. I'll just punch that button. Right. Well, if they're up in Lake County, they're probably voting twice for the Democrat (laughs) candidate. Ah! Um, But (laughs) you're right. Like the... 
hate mail that we get at WIBC is, oh, you guys are right-wing propagandists, rabble, rabble, rabble. We rip on Republicans an awful lot around here. Rob, this is kind of your bread and butter. Yeah. Um, Nigel and I have ripped on Republicans before. We do it all the time. Um, we've had back and forth with candidates on the air before. Like, I don't know if other stations do that, right? That's why our ratings are so great. Right. They don't do that up in Fort Wayne. No. Those butt sniffers up there in Fort Wayne. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Won't you actually be a little... You know, tough on some of these turd Republicans. Nobody yeah. gets a free pass. Yeah, That's Kendall's mantra. Yeah, let's face it. Diego Morales and Todd Young are definitely not worth dying on some Republican hill. What's coming up this afternoon? You're going to come by. Oh, yeah. We'll continue this conversation when we go off the rails. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thanks, Hammer.